Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. And welcome to episode 243 of the Michigan Sports Truth post-game edition on TalkShoe. I'm Taylor Phillips. Follow me on Twitter at DT2Phillips. <coughs> like the Facebook page, the Michigan Sports Truth, and join its Facebook Facebook group, Louis Tenor, alongside me. How are you doing tonight? All right, just getting a last note in here, and I'm ready to go. All right. As Monday Night Raw, WWE Monday Night Raw, uh, almost concludes... <laughs> is near its conclusion here tonight with Seth, uh, Dean Ambrose and Kevin Owens one-on-one tonight. I'm going to kick things off with uh, the Tigers beating the Red Sox 2-1. to one. Ian Kendler hit a home run in the bottom of the sixth inning against Chris Sale. Justin Verlander... Duel with Chris Sale in a pitching matchup in, in an aces duel. They both got notice. Uh, Verlander got a no decision. Went seven innings. Yeah, that's right. Verlander got seven in, got in seven innings of work, and it was still tied at one going into the bottom of the eighth. When Andrew Romine, of all people, filling in for an for an ill Justin Upton, our primary left fielder, scratched due to illness, Romine hitting a key two-out double followed by an Ian Kinsler walk. Kinsler got on base twice, at least. Finished one for three. Romine hitting in the ninth spot. Again, hitting that two-out double, which was key. It started a rally, a short rally, followed by the walk drawn by Kinsler, and it set up Nick Castellanos' at bat. And Castellanos delivered the game-winning RBI single to drive in Romine. Kindler went to third. He was almost he was about to be gunned down when the Red Sox got the got the ball into the infield. The pitcher dropped the ball when he was about to throw it, and Kindler ended up being safe without a play. That's a real muff-up right there. Francisco Rodriguez allowed a leadoff single, but 
got a strikeout. And then induced a ground ball fielder's choice. And then got the third out to get the save. His second save out of three save opportunities. His only blown save was in the home opener against those Red Sox in the four-game series. Today was the finale of that four-game series. The Tigers take three of four and improve to four and two, while the while Lewis Tenor's while what Lewis Tenor calls them the Dead Sox. Yes, dropped to three and three, one and three on the road. <laughs> How appropriate, huh? Yes. Well, it's just a little joke that we came up with for um, you know with my local organization. We thought of that years ago. Yeah. Because growing up in this area, you know how much we despise the Red Sox. As Yankee fans, yes. Oh, yes. (laughs) The Yankees win. Uh How's that that for you, huh? That's not bad for a John Sterling invitation. Yeah. Tigers welcome in the Minnesota Twins tomorrow at 110. Francisco Rodriguez's uh, split finger was more effective earlier today. That's good to see on television. And I'm going to Tigers.com. Let me check that schedule real quick just to see who the hell is starting tomorrow. It's got to be it's got to be Matt Boyd since he was he was moved up to the number two rotation. Obviously, Brad Osmus wanted to shake things up a little bit. All right. Let's see. Let's see who Matt Boyd's taking on here. The Twins, meanwhile, are five and one. Oh, there's Chris Jericho. Dean Ambrose just beat Kevin Owen. Matt. Matt Boyd's taking on Hector Santiago. That's right. Boyd with a with an 0 on one record, 1929 ERA, just two fucking strikeouts. Hector Santiago one and zero with a 180 ERA. This that, that's a mismatch, man. Then then on Wednesday, Michael Fulmer. With no decision yet, triple zero on his ERA, four strikeouts. Kyle Gibson, 0 and 0, 540 ERA. Luckily, lucky he got a no decision because he pitched like shit. 
in his first outing this season. Five strikeouts. And then Jordan Zimmerman, 1-0 and on Thursday. 150 ERA, three strikeouts against Phil Hughes, 1-0 and with a 1.50 ERA, three strikeouts. Oh, man, that's freaky. That should be a dandy of a, of a pitching duel between Zim and Hughes. All three games are at 110, by the way, before the Tigers head to Progressive Field in Cleveland, Ohio, to take on Betty Cantley's and Miranda McCoy's Cleveland Indians, the, the defending American League champions. Uh-oh. Coming, coming, up, coming up just a run short, two runs short, of winning the, their first World Series since 1948 when they lost to the Chicago Cubs, who finally broke that curse. I'm not I'm not really sure. Let's see here. Justin Upton is batting. Let me check Justin. He's batting. Upton's batting 300 against Hector Santiago. J.F. is batting only 143, on-base percentage 333, an OPS of 476. Still low. His OPS is not, not too low. His on-base, not OPS, but his, his, his OBP is not too low, 333. And I'm going to compare Romine's on-base percentage right right now. Romine has an OBP of 500. He's hitting 500 as well, a batting average. Both the average and the on-base percentage are 500. His OPS, 1.375. Oh, man, that is mind-blowing. Oh, not bad for a backup, huh? At all. Oh man. Oh, Romine's usually not that, not nearly that good, but man, <laughs> that just cracks me up. I, I, I can't even stand it. <laughs> well. There's your entire Tigers analysis for tonight, folks. Pistons lose to the Washington Wizards 105-101 to in their final ever game at the Palace of Auburn Hills. Because nobody, because clearly nobody can play a damn transition of defense Andre Drummond, 10.7 rebounds. Bovan Marjanovic, eight, 8 points and 8 rebounds. 
he's uh, regressing a little bit, 20 minutes. But uh, but you know what? I think I think Stan Van Gunny has got to go. Get the go. Get the go, wastrel. He's got to retire. Period. Van Gunny signed to an outrageous, outrageously long contract of five years. Damn. This is his third year. Starting in the starting in the 2014 preseason. Stan Van Gundy's not even not even coaching Bobon well. That that's the real problem. Dan Van Gundy does not know how to does not ha, does not know how to de- develop players. He kn- he knows he only knows how to uh, how to inspire and influentiate to influence an entire team. Van Gundy's not even helping anymore. He's not. As much as I want Bolan Marjanovic to be the number one center, right now he's He's regressing a little bit, trending downward. I don't, but I, I know why. For some unreasonable reason, Stan Van Gundy is not. Stan Van Gundy is not developing Bolan Marjanovic into a number one center. So half of that is on Bolan, and the other half is on Stan Van Gundy. Bolan Marjanovic can still rebound, score, and, and shoot free throws. I, I, think, I think considering the Pistons were playing back-to-back games, Bobon's got to be a bit tired, a little weary after uh, getting more playing time. Pistons wrap up their season Wednesday at 8 in Orlando at Amway, Amway Arena against the Magic. A couple notes here. Then I'll discuss Red Wings here. Former Lions wide receiver Titus Young was sentenced to four years in prison for engaging in a street fight last year in 2016. Yeah, that's typical Titus Young. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty damn numb to it. We all are. 
Tyus Young turned from a from a good a good NFL receiver to a piece of shit. That's the truth about it. That's that's all of it. That's all. That's that's the that's the whole that's the entire story. That's the whole story. The other note: Michigan basketball players Mo Wagner and DJ Wilson have declared for the NBA draft this year. Good luck to them. Now to some hockey news. The Los Angeles Kings have fired general manager Dean Lombardi and head coach Daryl Sutter. Man. After they won two Stanley Cups in 2012 and 2014, and Ken Holland, the Red Wings general manager, still has a fucking job as a general manager, while Jeff Blaschel still has a job as, as the Red Wings head coach. This is a a doggy dog world in the wide world of sports, and it's all turning, and it's and it's and Detroit. It's all because of the Detroit teams that never criticize themselves, that never take criticism from anyone else, because not only are they lazy, they're sensitive, and they're all piles of shit everywhere not only in the metro Detroit area but also all over the state of Michigan and northwest Ohio and even the upper peninsula and even to lower Ontario and Saskatchewan Canada oh that's a huge geographical area yeah even to to the to the to the eastern edges of Wisconsin, mind you, yes. across Lake Michigan, it's all soiled with sensitivity, retardedness, and chaos. Leads to, leads me to to one of my co-hosts, Buck Gino here. He he's got analysis. He had analysis on. Um, He's got straight edge analysis on who the general manager should be for the Red Wings. And who the coach should be for the Red Wings. All I got actually is um, 
is who the head coach should be. But I think, but I think Dean Lombardi should be the the general manager of the Red Wings. Right after the Yelichs sell a sell the Red Wings to Steve Ballmer, the former owner of the Los Angeles Clippers, not not former, actually the owner of the Los Angeles Clippers. Also, the owner of Microsoft. But Buck Gino provided who the head coach should be, and that's one by the name of Kevin Deneen. Kevin, D-I-N-E-E-N. Buck Gino says that Kevin Deneen coaches an up-tempo game and has experience at the NHL level. If the Red Wings can strip the fat off the roster and bring up the kids, they can lose and win six to five every game. See, there are other head coaches that that don't even compare to Kevin Deneen. Daryl Sutter's one of them. Daryl Sutter is is what Buck Gino pointed out in our private messages in the Michigan Sports Truth chat private chat group on Facebook that Daryl Sutter is another coach that favors veterans over kids and has a great has a grading grating style. G R A T I N G grading style. He's Babcock with a better goalie. So Buck Gino said, no, thanks. Of course, Steve Bauer, as Steve Bauer pointed out, he's got a hell of a winning record. To top that off, two Stanley Cups, one in 2012 and 2014. No wonder. Gerald Gallant was mentioned by Steve Bauer. But Buck says uh Buck pointed out that Gallant was in is in the same group as Sutter and the Red Wings need someone that can mix old school discipline with new analytics. And that's true, you gotta put them both together. Old school discipline and new analytics. Frank asked Michael Therian. Buck Gino said getting warmer. Frank Vagner said Ken Hitchcock. Buck says, I like Kevin Deneen. Coaches an up-tempo game and has experience at the NHL level. Strip the fat off the roster. Strip the fat off the roster and bring up the kids and lose and win 6-5 to five every game. And Steve Bauer agrees. Back to the Tigers-Red Sox uh, 
game, Jackie Bradley Jr. was placed on the 10-day disabled list, spraining his right knee. Just found out on MLB tonight on on MLB Network. Well, the Stanley Cup playoffs is near. So, but but that'll have to wait till Wednesday. Luckily, the Red Wings are not even in it. I can breathe a lot easier. Thank goodness for Chef Boyardee. That said, it's time for Lewis Tenor for score standings and headlines from around the sports world, except for hockey. When there's when there's no when the regular season's done and and there's two days of rest before the before the Stanley Cup playoffs begin. So Lewis, take it away. I'd be glad to. All right, why don't we me begin with uh, the last of the NBA for the um, season? Uh, right now, the Blazers lead the Spurs 58-54, 8.26 to go in the third period. Tony Parker has 10 points, 3 assists, and 2 rebounds. Shabazz Napier, 17 points, three, uh, 4 assists, and 3 rebounds. He's better than a college player. Okay, uh, continuing on. Uh, 3.44 to go in the second period, a uh, quarter rather. The Jazz lead the Warriors 47-44. George Hill already has 16 points, four assists, and one rebound. Stephon Curry has 18 points, two assists, and one rebound. All the rest are final. As the Patriots beat the 76ers 121-11, Paul George has 27 points, five assists, and two rebounds. Timothy, uh, the war... However you say this guy's name, uh, Cabaret. Uh, excuse me for a second. Okay. Back we go. Has 24 points, 5 rebounds, and 3 assists. Celtics over the Nets, 114-105, as they can't wait for their season to be over. Jeremy Lin, 26 points, 12 rebounds, and 4 assists. And Isaiah Thomas, 27 points, 4 rebounds, and 3 assists. Uh, before I get to the other scores here, uh, here's something interesting. A scary moment in the first, late in the first quarter as Tony Williams attempted a dunk and was fouled at the rim by Mo Spagets, causing him to fall on his back. Williams was motionless for a few seconds before getting up and walking off. The play was ruled a common foul. Uh, Nets coach Kenny Atkinson, uh, Brooke Lopez being the franchise all-time leading scorer. That's just fantastic for a top-level guy. Great character. That's the important thing. He's such a kind human being. That's what I think of, the professional stuff that brings every day in. Obviously, he's a heck of a player. Too bad doesn't show during uh, the games itself, as they are the worst team in the league this year. All right. Uh, the Heat over the Cavaliers in overtime, 124-101. Deron Williams has 35 points, 9 assists, and 7 rebounds. Hasin Whitehead, 23 points, 18 rebounds, and 1 assist, and should have stayed at Seton Hall. Big joke. Bulls just destroyed the Magic, 122-75, or as I call it, no contest. Nikolai Vorek, 14 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists. 
Jaron Grant, 17 points, 11 assists, and one rebound. The Yucks, I mean, Bucks over the Hornets, 89-79. Nicholas Bantam had 11 points, 5 rebounds, and 8 assists. The Greek Freak, triple-double, 10 points, 10 assists, and 11 rebounds. Okay, so it's, it's not the same as uh, Russell Westbrook's triple-double, but hey, it, it's still all good. Wizards over the Pistons, 105-101. Bradley Beal, 33 points, 3 assists, and 2 rebounds. And Tobias Harris had 22 points, 5 rebounds, and 2 assists. And finally, the Rockets are leading the Clippers, 40-37. to James Harden, MVP candidate, 10 points, 6 assists, and 2 rebounds. Chris Paul, who was not MVP candidate, 12 points, 4 assists, and 3 rebounds. Oh, I hope it didn't sound that insulting. All right, standings time. And away we go. As we enter the final couple of days in the season, the standings right now go like this. Boston has a one-game lead over Cleveland. Boston is 52-29, and and the Cavaliers are 51-30. This is going to be really good. Toronto, two games behind at 50-31. Washington, 49-32, three games back. Sorry, Brenda. Hawks, 42-38, nine-and-a-half back. The Bucks. Uh, no, no, the Hawks, 42-38, nine-and-a-half back. The Bucks right behind them at 42-39, uh, ten back. Pacers, 41-40, 11 back. And the Bulls are 40-41, and along with Miami Heat, 12 back. It's going to be a dogfight for that final spot. Uh, Pistons are 37-44, 15 back, and they're done. Everybody else is done here. Hornets are 36 and 45, 16 back. The Knicks 22 back at 30 and 51. Ugh. Magic 28 and 53, 24 back, along with the Philadelphia 76ers and the hapless Nets 20 and 61, 32 back. Like it really makes a difference anyway. All right, to the West, Warriors 66 and 14. Now the five game lead over the Spurs at 61 and 19. Rockets 54 and 26 at 12 back. At 17 back are the Clippers and the Jazz at 49 and 31. The Thunder, 46 and 34, 20 back. Grizzlies are 43 and 38 at 23 and a half back. And the Blazers, who have the last playoff spot in the West, are 40 and 40 at 26 back. Now to the junkyard. And it goes like this. And all these teams are eliminated. Nuggets, 38-42, 28 back. Pelicans, 33-47, 33 back. God, it gets worse. The Mavericks, 32-48, 34 back. The Kings, 31-49, 35 back, as well as the Wolves. Uh, the losers, I mean Lakers, 25-55, and 55, 41 back. And the Suns, who I set on them a long time ago, 24-57, 57 42 and a half back. I have never seen something like that before with um, teams so far back out of first place. 42 and a half back. Yeah. All right. So, shall we go to the diamond? Yeah. And away. I'll get there in one minute. All right. Good. Okay. And the scores and stings will go like this. Uh, right now, at the bottom of the fourth, the Cubs lead the Dodgers 4-2. to two. Uh, Wait, it just ended. Sorry. Uh, Puig, Gonzalez, and 
Gardner are do it back. And incidentally, the Cubs uh, had their banner raised today. Yeah, the Cubs are wearing gold numbers behind their jer- on the back of their jerseys because they're world champions. Oh boy! Yeah, let them enjoy it. It hasn't happened since the dinosaur era. Yeah, I see two Cubs fans getting engaged. Oh wow! Uh, he's right here live on ESPN. Oh, boy. Uh, in the bottom of the ninth now, the Padres are leading the Rockies 5-1 to one, uh, with a runner on first and one out. Uh, pitching is Morier and Story is up at bat. Let's see what kind of a story is going to have this year. <laughs> uh, Yankees had a great day against the Rays 8-1. to one. Uh, uh, a, a San Diego Padre hit, just, hit for the, just hit a triple to complete a hit for the cycle. Ooh, on the first day, wow. Yeah. Well, for the Rockies, rather. Um, Pena had a perfect game going until the top of the seventh inning and was the winning pitcher, and Cobb got the loss. Cobb only gave up... Pena only gave up one run on two measly hits. And they went with a long ball today. Oh, beautiful. As you mentioned, your Tigers over the Dead Sox, or Red Sox, 2-1. to one. Wilson with the win, Sale with the loss, and Rodriguez with the save. Going once, going twice, no Sale. Athletics blanked the Royals 2 nothing. Cotton uh, was the winner. Candy with the loss, and Doolittle got the save. And probably did little. I don't know. Some of you get the joke. Okay. Giants uh, over the D-backs, 4-1. to one. Moore got the win. Walker got the loss. And McCullen got the save. I got, I, got, I got the name of the guy who went for the cycle, Will Myers. Ah. This guy. All right. Uh, Astro, uh, Mariners uh, blanked the Astros, 6 nothing. Patton got the win, and Morton got the loss. Uh, Cardinals, uh, sorry, Nationals um, had a, did a number on the Cardinals, fourteen to six. Worth got the win and Wainwright got the loss. Uh, this will make my girlfriend happy. The Mets over the Phillies, four to three. Benavides got the win. Ramos got the loss and Reed got the save. And the Reds over the Pod, uh, Pirates, seven to one. Lorenzen got the win and Glasnow got the loss. A uh, few side notes here. Alex Wood is over 60 pitches into the fourth inning for the Dodgers, giving up one run so far. Manager Dave Roberts suggested 75 pitches would be his limit. Wood is making a, making a spot start for Rich Hill, who on the DL with a blister issue. Oh, boy. Wuss. Uh, that's a football story. I'll save that for um, another time. It concerns the Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman. Oh, he's at the, he was at the uh, Royals game today. He made, he made an appearance. Zach Fulton. I'm like, hmm, it's a little bit early to, to think about football. Can I get this? You were just mentioning it's The Padres had no cycles in their first 7,400, 
43 games as a franchise. They've had two tonight. Matt Kemp and Will Myers in the last 217 games. Well, wonders never cease. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Uh, nothing for you here, so we'll check the standings here. I know it's early, but eh, what the heck. All right. Baltimore uh, leads the East at 4-1. and one. The Rays are 5-3. and three. Uh, That's a half game back. The Red Sox are a game and a, or a game and a half back at three and three. Yankees are three and four, two games back. Not bad. Uh, Blue Jays are one and five, three and a half back. In the Central, the Twins are five and one, one game lead over the, the Tigers at four and two. Indians are three and three at wait at two back. I'm sorry, hard to read here. Indians are three and three, two back. White Sox. Two and three at two and a half back, and the Royals two and five, three and a half back. It wasn't long ago they were champs. The West, the Angels are five and two and have a one half game lead over the Astros and the Athletics at four and four. At two and four are the Rangers two and a half back, and three and a half are the Mariners at two and six. The National League, Washington is Washington, and the Mets are tied. Four and three, uh, half game back. Uh, the Fish, aka the Marlins, at three and three. Philadelphia one back at three and four, and Atlanta once again at the bottom, one and five, two and a half out. But one and five already. Oof. So you have to feel the climb. Reds are five and two in the Central, a half game lead over Chicago, which are four and two. Pittsburgh is three and three, a game and a half back. The Brewers. And the Cardinals are both three back at two and five. And the West, Diamondbacks are six and two, a half game lead over the Rockies at five and two. The Dodgers are four and three, a game and a half back. The Padres are two and a half back at three and four, and the Giants are three and five at three back. Oh boy! All right, so now let's get to the news on the day here. Uh, you were mentioning we were mentioning about the. Um, Firing of the Kings general manager, Lombardi, and the head coach, Gerald Suter. Well, in the process of all this, they promote Luke Robitaille to team president and Rob Blake, uh, Rob Blake as promoted to general manager. And they told you, and they told Luke to use the force. Oh, I had to say that. Um, one more notes here, of course. That's not it. All right. All right. Um, the Cavs were without two of its key players uh, tonight as LeBron went down with a calf injury and Kyle Irving went down with a knee injury. And it was against the Miami Heat. What a time to get injured. This may, be, this may cost them uh, the top seed in the, in the conference. Maybe. Kansas uh, spends basketball gets a lift. As brothers Diedrich and KJ Lawson transfer from Memphis uh, to Kansas, uh, they signified the transfer to school last week. KJ only played in ten games last season due to an Achilles injury. However, did score twelve point three points and eight one and eight point one rebounds. Brother Diedrich had nineteen point two points per game and nine point nine rebounds. Really, can we just round out to ten? Thank you. Where do you get 9.9? Eek. 
Um, and also has um, yeah, and Diedrich has two years remaining after sitting out last season. KJ will be eligible for his sixth year. Wow. Okay, news on the soccer front here. That's right, we have news on the soccer front. As U.S. and Canada date for the 2026 World Cup, with the U.S. planning to host the majority of the tournament um, in that World Cup, and the, the expansion, I uh, also include the final as well. Expansion will jump from 32 to 48 teams, increasing to 80 matches. FIFA is expected to confirm the rules next month. Uh, Europe and Asia are not permitted to host this time around, since Russia will host next um, next year, and Qatar in 2022, wherever that is. Uh, bids must be submitted by no later than December of 2018, and will be under consideration for the next 15 months after that. And the final phase will be completed by February 2020, and final selection will be in May of that year. And I think I'll be 50 by then. Ugh. That's disgusting. Anyway, I'll do more brighter news here. Uh, it may be only April, but uh, but guess what? Uh, we're all, there's already predictions of who is going to win the U.S. Open. That's right. And once again, guess who? Dustin Johnson is to be the odds-on favorite at eight to one. No, that's not eight to one odds. Where he's got to hurt himself again, uh, falling down the stairs at his home. Oh no, well, that's bad. Uh, eight to one odds to win the U.S. Open as he missed the um, Masters due to his injury on Wednesday morning. Roy McIlroy is second at 9-1. Jordan Spieth is, favorite, is at 10-1. And Jason Day is at 12-1 odds to win the U.S. Open. That is on Father's Day weekend, as I would call it, the Father's Day Classic. All right. Uh, Lakers point guard D'Angelo Russell... Hits a game-winning three-pointer to beat the Wolves, 110-109 last night. Um, kind of a bittersweet moment as it just happened hours after hearing about his grandmother's death. He originally did not uh, was not going to play the game, but had a change of heart. I guess he figured it's what his grandmother would have wanted, and I can't say I blame him. You know, I've, I've been through that stuff myself. Okay. Uh, Tim Tebow is uh, making quite a splash in the minor leagues as he hit his second home run in three games yesterday as he shot the Green Jackets in Augusta 6 to nothing. Hmm, maybe there's hope for him in the major leagues yet. Nah. All right. Uh, Oilers' Connor McDavid scores 100 points this season, only a player in the league to do so. Uh, he has... The, it was done with 30 goals and 70 assists and takes home the Art Ross Trophy. The award goes to the top scorer in the NHL. Sidney Crosby and Patrick Kane finished with 89 points each. As you mentioned, Jackie Bradley Jr. had a sprained right knee ligament as he lost his footing around first base in a game on Saturday. He woke up uh, with swelling and stiffness and... It was confirmed by an MRI. Um, as it was reported this morning, he was hoping to avoid the 10-day disabled list, but now that is not the case, 
as that is now official that he will be on the DL for 10 days. Doesn't look like to be a good season for Boston right now, folks, does it? Yeah, but it's early yet, so you never know. Uh, last night in a late game, uh, the Mets were over the Marlins 5-2. to two. Uh, Hurricanes are over the Flyers 4-3 to three in their season, and the Rangers ends with the Pets 3-2. to two. Uh, You know what? I want to just look at this. I just want to look at the matchups for NHL because uh, I know some of you are at home are probably anticipating how how's it going to be as the schedule is finally out for who is going to play who, when and where, and of course why. No. All right. So anyway, the standings go. Well. Uh, Go so this way. Oh. Well, all I know is that the Rangers will play Montreal beginning Wednesday. And uh, I don't know about how you fancy all this, but I think the Rangers can beat Montreal. Remember, they are the top road team in the league. So don't let the standings fool you, even though they're only a, only a wild card spot. But um, they, have, they have the momentum here to actually beat Montreal. Trust me on that, from a, from a big Rangers fan. Uh, now at the end of the fifth inning, Chicago is now leading the Dodgers 5-2, to two, and I have a final here now. The Padres beat Colorado 5-3. to three. Uh, All right, I guess that's going to do it, since we don't really need to go over the um, things for the NHL, so I'll just turn it back over to you. Are you done? Yeah, because you said don't bother. Because I think you said don't bother with uh, the with the uh, matchups. No, no, you can go ahead. Okay, okay. I want to be sure with that. Um, by the way, your signal's breaking up a little bit too, so uh, I couldn't oh, really I hear was, everything. I was, I was spacing out on the air. My bad. Okay, I, that's that's why I couldn't get everything all clear. All yeah. right. So now let's check the um, schedule for the upcoming first round of the NHL playoffs. If it'll okay. Oh, I know I got. Do I have to go to another page? I have to go to NHL.com. No wonder. Duh. Because why? That's because it's official. All right. So now we'll go to the schedule and tell you everything you need to know. First round schedule goes like this. Five game. It's five games to begin on Wednesday. I think that's a record for for opening night of the playoffs. And it goes like this: Montreal will play the will play the Rangers beginning on Wednesday. Games one through four will be Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, and next Tuesday. That's the twelfth, fourteenth, sixteenth, and eighteenth. Uh, if necessary, the games will be Thursday, April twentieth, Saturday, the twenty second, and Monday, April twenty fourth. And I'm projecting the Rangers to win that in five. Call me crazy if you want to, but I see it that way. And, whoops, uh, let's try this again, folks. Oh, wait. Uh, hold on. My computer is going, is uh, jumping pages again, you dirty. Okay, there we go. Ottawa and Boston, and this one looks to be a little bit uh, tricky here, this series. 
the series will start Wednesday at at seven, Saturday at three, and that's an NBC game. Monday, uh, April seventeenth, and Wednesday, April nineteenth. The other games, if necessary, will be Friday the twenty first, Sunday the twenty third, and Wednesday, April twenty sixth. Now this one looks like to be a great matchup: Washington and Toronto. After all, you got the number you got the number one team against the rookie against the rookie uh, sensation. This one looks to be a great game. It's going to start Thursday, April thirteenth at seven. Saturday, um, April fifteenth, tax day, and next Monday, and Wednesday, April nineteenth, for the first four games. Uh, the necessary games are April 21st, April 23rd, and April 25th. That's a Friday, Sunday, and Tuesday. All right. Uh, this one, well, Pittsburgh and Columbus, I think Pittsburgh's going to take it based on experience. Uh, they will start their series on Wednesday. Game two is Friday, and then game three will be Sunday at 6, uh, Easter Sunday. Wow. Uh, game four will be next Tuesday, April 18th. Games 5, 6, and 7 are April 20th, 23rd, and 26th. That's your Eastern Conference matchup. Now for your West. Predators and the Blackhawks will face off beginning Thursday at 8. Uh, Saturday's game will be also at 8. I think that's an NBC game. Yes, it is. Uh, Next Monday, they'll meet at 9.30. Game uh, game 4 has yet to be determined what time. And games 5, 6, and 7 are April 22nd, April 24th, and April 26th. Okay, Minnesota and St. Louis. This looks like to be a mismatch. Uh, Opening game begins Wednesday, then on Friday, and Easter Sunday. That's the NBC game at 3 o'clock. Then next Wednesday for game 4, game 5, 6, and 7 are April 22nd, April 24th, and April 26th. The Anaheim Ducks and the Flames starts this way. Thursday at 10.30, that's in the East, and Saturday also at 10.30. Monday at 10, next Wednesday, April 19th at 10, games 5, 6, and 7 are the 21st, 23rd, and 25th. Oilers and the Sharks, and this will be the last series. Uh, oh, I did it again. Uh, just one second. All right, just a second here. I goofed again. Uh, hang on, just a just a brief. Um, all right. Breaking news. Yes. Hang on, folks. All right, I got it now. As we go into the we go into the last series that's uh, up here. And it goes like this. Okay. Edmonton will face the Sharks will be Wednesday, April, uh, April 12th. That's this Wednesday. Friday at 10.30. Uh, Sunday at 10. And next Tuesday at 10. Games 5, 6, and 7 are April 20th, 22nd, and 24th. And those are your matchups for the first round of the NHL playoffs. Fasten your seatbelts, everybody. It's going to be a bumpy ride, but let's begin it anyway. Okay, back to you. 
All right. Well, that's going to do it for episode 243 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on TalkShoe. We may have an early postgame edition today. Uh, tomorrow, uh, tomorrow actually. Probably at like 5 p.m. or something like that. Because it, it's just the Tigers and Twins today at 110. Okay. All right, so about... All right, so about yeah. five five ten. Yeah, unless it unless it takes way too long, uh, unless it extends the extra innings and takes way too long. Right. Okay. Uh, so so until then, or later, on episode two forty four, for Lewis Tenor, I'm Taylor Phillips, signing off. Follow me on Twitter at dt two Phillips. Join like the. Like the uh, Michigan Sports Truth Facebook page and join its Facebook Facebook group. TTFN, ta-ta for now, bon appetit. Good night, folks. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.